performers happiness in the arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage we bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity authenticity love and of course humor all guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers and while we do it ah we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis penis on B okay this is so exciting all right we're doing this on B live TV hey guys what is up I'm here with Jessica Walkenfuss she is an incredible singer actor dancer triple threat um and we were actually just bonding just before it's so ironic when you start getting into some real talk about situations and we're of course talking about how to eat right on tour but let's go into like the reality of some things that you're dealing with right now with that's normal with body aging staying healthy and the changes that happen. Yeah. I was just telling Jenna, I just two weeks ago now, almost to the day tomorrow, I just experienced a really severe flare up of esophagogastritis. So where my esophagus meets the stomach was not having it. I was not happy. And I've never had that in my life. And it just came and hit me like a Mack truck. And I was, you know, up for a few nights crying and just having waves of spasms and, I was just, it was just a big wake up call of like, oh, I, I can't, I can't eat the way I used to eat. And we were just talking about um, how I had to cut out, I had to eat really bland food for about a week and I cut out all processed sugars, you know, no alcohol, no tomatoes, no onions, no, no spices, just rice and bananas, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, almost like the frat diet a little bit. Um, and I followed the GERD, G-E-R-D, GERD diet. And uh, pain in my knee that I was experiencing just kind of went away. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what I eat, and I know, you know, we all know this in the back of our minds, but what we eat directly affects how we feel. And that was just like one of those wake up call reminders of like, oh, yeah, I need to now that I'm, 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 not, I'm not old by any means. I'm 32, but it's, this is when the body starts doing the those things. As you age, the body changes as you age. It just is what it is. So for the younger mindsets, were you out partying? No. Were you um, out screaming? No. Were you uh, doing anything that was like clearly pushing your body that led to this? No. No, yes. I just want to tap into that. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be clear, steer clear away from things. Things just happen with your body as things change. Time and things so just always always be patient with yourself well that being that i, I don't have really a, a great segue here wait i'll look and move this to show my cat as a segue all right you see my cat that's a change of topic now <laughs> moving on to the tour and eating mm. healthfully on the tour yeah i got inspired from jessica because she was doing these regular posts she has a separate instagram account what is the name of that account Yes, it's now uh, Acting Earthly. It acting I used earthly. to be, while I was on the road, um, I started The Touring Vegan. Yes. Um, but since I'm off the road now and I have absolutely no plans or desires to go back on the road at all, I've done four national tours. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I am good. Unless, you know, that like incredible principal production contract comes along. Yeah, I'm staying put. So 
I, now that I kind of was like, well, I'm off the road, I really shouldn't be doing like the touring vegan anymore. I could probably do stuff around New York City, but I don't have the money to just be gallivanting around New York and eating all the great vegan food, which I would love to do. But so I, and I also, um, I'm also a big, like, zero and low waste lifestyle person. And I try to educate and inspire a lot of people to, to, to become aware of their habits and then to act and change their habits so that we can all help to create a healthier earth um, so that we can, you know, save humanity, basically. So I wanted to try to not be just about veganism anymore. I wanted to try to incorporate everything earth friendly. So I changed it to acting earthly. So if you want to give me a follow. Absolutely. And and I wanted to bring this up and and bring attention to your Instagram post, because even though, yes, she's vegan, even if you're not vegan, I was inspired by you when I was seeing different dishes. And it's not easy to stick with something on the road. road. Now, can you explain to people who haven't been on tour, who may be going on tour, what are the obstacles when you are on tour with with trying to take care of yourself? Yeah. So, uh, pretty much the number one obstacle is the schedule. Um, I, I have never done one of those production contracts where a tour contract where you're in one place for anywhere between like four to eight weeks. I've never done one of those. Um, all of my tours have been, um, I did, well, I did the little more my tour. I say that was a co-production. Um, so we were in places for longer than that, but the other like bus and truck tours I've done have been, kind of crazy schedules even you know the jersey voice tour that i recently got off of back in the spring um it was a cena tour which means the schedule was just a lot of one-nighters two-nighters split weeks so we're yeah we're traveling on a bus um you often won't get a refrigerator in your hotel room and so there goes the hopes of like refrigerating your leftovers or buying stuff to make a meal and keeping it you know any perishable items that have to be refrigerated Um, and it just, everything moves so fast. You're constantly moving. You're constantly going to the next city. So the schedule takes you out of any routine that you want to have. You can, you can make little things for yourself. Like I was really big into meditating, um, and doing yoga every night on the road because it was just like something I could control in my little routine in my hotel room that I just did every night and focused on. But there pretty much everything else is out of your control. So there's no routine, which does for me, it kind of did a disaster on my entire system. I was constantly bloated. I was constantly, you know, kind of like unsatisfied. I just wasn't satisfied with, and I think not only with the food that I was eating, but I could feel my body wasn't satisfied with the nutrients I was getting. Cause a lot of it's, you know, um, instant oatmeal. I, I can't, I can't, I tell you to, even now I can't eat oatmeal yet (laughs) after, after being on that tour, because I just had, I had to eat oatmeal all the time because it was one of the few things that was either readily available for me or quick enough to do, or, you know, most hotel rooms will either have a microwave in the room or down in the lobby. So that was one of like the vegan things that I could do. And I just got so sick of it. And I also got really sick of hummus, which like, who gets sick of hummus? But if you have it all the time, you can get sick of of anything if you're having it yeah, all Because a lot of times like that would be the only thing at a restaurant that I could have. So it was just, um, touring is, the touring lifestyle is 
difficult to maintain. And also another aspect of it, that's kind of like the flip side of it is, um, let's be real. Vegan does not equal healthy. I just want to make yes. that clear. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Vegan True. does not mean healthy. It Oreo means- cookies are vegan. I Oreos always do exactly. that point. I'm like, Oreo cookies are vegan. You're not safe. Oreos are vegan. But a <laughs> yeah. lot of the vegan food that has become more mainstream, which I'm very happy that vegan food is becoming more mainstream and just, just more health-minded food is becoming more mainstream. But a lot of it's processed junk food. Yes. Like, you're still yeah so like you yes I'm eating vegan but a lot of it is still highly highly processed and processed food also does not mean unhealthy like I I was just reading an article the other day about how like people think processed food and they think like oh that's terrible for you no like every regular things that you eat all the time are processed it's just you know if it's like super highly processed like even beyond burgers and impossible burgers like, yeah, they're packed with a lot of protein. So I do eat them from time to time to get a lot of protein. And yes, it's a wonderful, you know, cruelty-free, animal-free, meat-ish source if you want that taste. But it's highly, highly processed. So it's still not the best. It's not a whole food. Um, there's a lot. I'm trying to follow a more whole, fo- whole food vegan diet now, which mm-hmm. is just using real ingredients, nice. using, you know, lower processed foods like tofu is processed, but that's like one of the lower processed things. Yeah. Um, but when you are traveling a lot on tour and I, I'm I created the touring vegan. So I would seek out the vegan p- places in whatever city I was in and I'd go there and they'd be serving, you know, like vegan mac and cheese like I always if there's vegan mac and cheese on a menu I have to try it um because that's something that I miss you know and I I just have to I like to compare and contrast it oh yeah you go to these places and you're like yeah I should get this salad but I'm gonna get these loaded nachos because I'm vegan and I don't get to have nachos often so you get them and you you try you want to try this place's burger and this place is nachos and this place is pizza and this place is mac and cheese and so I found myself on tour I came to a point where I was like why do I feel so crappy and why like I'm so bloated and I was in Jersey Boys where I had to show my midriff and I had to wear tight-fitting costumes and I had to be like a sexy you know prostitute in lingerie and I'm I'm feeling and not that not that you know me gaining a little weight has any bearing on my sexuality I still felt you know perfectly sexy and fine and I knew I looked great no matter what it wasn't necessarily about the the weight or the way that I looked it was just about the fact that I didn't feel good I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin and I talked I remember calling my mom being like god I don't know what to do I just feel so crappy you know and she was like Jesse you're eating she's like I follow what you're eating on your Instagram and you're eating not, not only was I eating so much tofu and soy because that's, and for women, especially that's, you shouldn't, you should kind of just eat in moderation, the soy for the estrogen levels. But I was just eating a lot of processed fake meats and it was all of that stuff. that was just making me feel so terrible. So there's, it's, it's interesting being on tour and the traps that you kind of fall into and ha- trying to figure out how to get out of it. Cause it's, yeah. you're in, it's a crazy situation that you really can't control a lot of it. It's, it's so interesting and had mm-hmm. a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> I mean, well, for you being vegan at this place is a very norm, but that still is a commitment because it is still on the abnormal end. 
compared to, you know, meat eaters. It just is. So that to me is a level of commitment and focus that you have brought into your body to keep consistent with for yourself, because big picture, you learned that was better for your body. Your body was responding better to just even making that switch. Mm -hmm. So that being said, um, what kind of advice or like kind of inspirational things could you possibly share with people listening who might get affected, you know, or be sensitive to honestly, who isn't, who might get affected by other people not doing what they're doing, but they're trying to stay focused. And this can really segue into Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah, going out, like, how, like, what were, what are things that you do for yourself to make you like, and still enjoy your situation? Um, right. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I feel like I'll, I'm going to give this advice, but I need to listen to it as well because I'm cool. not very good at self-discipline when it comes to <laughs> my like self-will to, I mean, my mom could tell you, my boyfriend could tell you, I'm, I'm not the most disciplined. Like instead of just having like half of a cookie, I'll have five. I, I have a hard time and I always have. It's, you know, we all have different relationship with food and I went through a phase in my mid-20s where I was emotionally eating and I was binging and you know and I so I do even even now getting when I'm way past those like emotional eating issues I feel like that's something that has been solved in my life and I, I, I don't fall into that trap of like that mindless chip bag you know just one after the other eating until you feel like you're going to be sick um but I, I'm still not the best. So I can give the advice, but I also totally 100% own the fact that I'm not living up to all of this stuff because <laughs> we're human, you know, we're human and nobody's perfect. But I would say, um, God, Oprah had this great quote back in the day when she like first started her Weight Watcher stuff. Um, that it was like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. And while I don't like, I don't like the use of the word skinny. I think that that's like a, that's just, you know, I don't I think. Agree. We should, yeah. We I, agree. Should, I feel like we need to move out of that more and yes. more. It's not saying that we need like being thinner is not a, not a, a desired thing regarding health. Sure. But yeah, I get, I definitely. Yeah. It's definitely, it's not along the lines of like being body, body positive and loving who you are and loving the skin that you're in and being just, fucking beautiful no matter what and so I don't like the word skinny but I do like the mentality of yes this may taste so wonderful but how is it going to make me feel after I eat it like am I it especially me I have I have a really really sensitive digestive system and so I um I I will you know eat something. And then after I eat it, I'll be like, Oh God, I don't feel good. And I knew I wouldn't feel good. I mm-hmm. knew I wouldn't feel good after eating all of that. Cause it, it affects my stomach and just my, my whole system, my gut wouldn't, wouldn't be happy. And I've been doing a lot of reading lately about how important your gut is just even to your, your gut directly relates to your general happiness it relates to depression. It relates to anxiety. It relates to stress. It relates to joy. It relates to being comfortable in your own skin. Your gut is, is your, it's like the other brain in your body, really. Yeah, it really is. And so it's, it's just kind of, I'm going to be super cliche and just say everything in moderation, um, which I need to 
live by that more. Um, I, I, especially if something tastes real good, I'll just, you know, I'll just keep on eating it. Um, even though I know in the back of my head that I'm not going to feel good later if I finish this whole, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z, I, I have a hard time stopping myself. You know, I'm very self-indulgent when it comes to that. And, but I will say I, I've learned a lot about my own self-discipline after becoming vegan. I was vegetarian for six years before I became vegan a year and a half ago. And I was worried that I would cheat or, you know, tell people I'm vegan, but then secretly at home, I'm, you know, stuffing my face with a block of cheese. So (laughs) I, but luckily I haven't done that. And, you know, because it's for me, it's a very, um, it's something for my soul too. So I think that's a lot more powerful and maybe that's a good way to look at it. Maybe knowing that, you know, no matter if you're, you're vegetarian, vegan, or if you eat all the meat in the world, that's, I don't think this is necessarily a vegan centric. Um, no, it's not. it's not. Absolutely right. not. Right. But, um, knowing, knowing what's going to make your soul happy. And, you know, if you know, if you know that you're kind of lactose intolerant, but that ice cream is so good and you eat that whole tub <laughs> and then you're like crapping your brains out the entire next day. Like maybe go back and say next time I need to be better because it's hurting my soul to do this because it's hurting my body. And, um, but then again, at the same time, if eating that whole tub of ice cream is going to make you happy, fucking do it. Uh, there's, there's, you know, you gotta, and maybe don't do it every day, but do it when you feel it and do it if you need it. And I think, I think my advice would just be to, Listen to your body. Yes. <laughs> Listen yes. to your body. I know my body gives me some severe signs when things aren't okay. Like my severe gastritis flare up that I had two weeks ago where I kind of had a literal gut check of quite literal gut check. And my gut and my body said, uh-uh, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and be eating, you know, acidic foods right before you go to bed like those chips and salsa and those oreos that you had that's kind of like my nightly routine is like a little bit of chips and salsa and like one or two oreos and it may not seem like a lot but doing it every night it adds up and your body is just like can't do it anymore yeah yeah listening to your body knowing your boundaries um and also eating Eating the way that are that the human body is supposed to eat, meaning eating um, locally and seasonally, I think is yes. important. Which is oh, none of us do it because we all we get our food from grocery stores. So supporting your local farmers market, supporting your local farmers that you have around you. I just went is to Union Square today. Too? What was that? Is it cheaper to do that too? Usually, if you're buying organic, it might be a little bit more expensive, but yeah. there are, um, I have a list of the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen of like foods that you, that are okay to buy non-organic because they use the least amount of like pesticides and herbicides and everything. Yeah. Um, and then there's something that's a Clean 15 and then the Dirty Dozen are foods that you, that you absolutely should buy organic. And unfortunately with the way the market is organic is going to be a little more expensive. Um, 
So it's not, it, it's, is it something that people could do on tour? Or is that not really an easy thing to do? I mean, that's honestly, it's if that's what they want too. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there were a couple cities where if we were there on a Saturday, I would look up and see if there was a farmer's market around that I could walk to before shows and just like load up on stuff that I knew would, would be transported easily. That's the yeah. thing you have to make sure on tour that you're, you can't load up too much because then you'll have too much weight. Um, we were on a bus and truck, so we weren't flying. Yeah, because you only have those little overhead bins, and there's only so much space up there. Yeah, and we yeah. did. We had trunks too, so I could put stuff in trunks. Um, I was gonna like try to remember to mention this at some point, so I'm glad this came up. If you're okay. on a tour and you have a trunk, use it. I had my trunk full of like um, rice packets that could be heated up in the microwave, and of oatmeal, and of um, I had like a bunch of pro vegan protein bars and I had the Vega one um, single serving of the protein shakes. Oh yeah. Doing, that's great. Yeah, doing yeah. stuff like that. And then you kind of, you on tour, you have to plan ahead. Um, they give you, usually will give you a sheet of your hotels for the next week if they have fridges and microwaves. So you kind of have to look at all that and I'd be like, okay, this week our first hotel doesn't have a fridge, but our second one does. So I'm going to throw I'm going to get one of my protein shakes out of my trunk and I'm going to throw it in my bag and so that I can have it so I can put it in the refrigerator. You know, just you have to like think 10 million steps ahead, which I'm so bad at, but yeah. just, you have to do it if you want to stay sane and have a healthier diet on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Gosh, thank you so much for coming on here. This was super helpful. I, the, all this information. Yeah. I'm now going to do two different games that I like to end. The first one is going to be where I just ask you random questions and you just give an, the first thought that comes to your mind. Oh, God, I'm so bad at these. Okay. <laughs> All right. Picking your nose or picking a wedgie? Wedgie. Um, belt or soprano? Soprano. Tap or ballet? Tap. <laughs> Tap. <laughs> 42nd Street or Chicago? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. For those uh, who don't know, she was the lead in both of them. Okay, so that's why it's hard. Uh, oh, man. 42nd Street or Chicago? Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for Michelle Alvis to see this part. She'll be like, ah! Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so hard because A, they're so different and B, it's like Roxy was just the capsulation oh. of like everything that I do well except for tap. And then Peggy Sawyer has the tap. Oh God, can I say uh, Peggy Hart or Roxy Sawyer? <laughs> Cheater, but I love it. Okay. I can't okay. Um, let's see. Tofu or... Oh, what's the name of that protein that's, it's like. Uh, tempeh? Tempeh. Tofu tempeh. or tempeh? Tempeh. Oh, tempeh. And nachos or mac and cheese? Uh... I love the ones where I can tell. <laughs> and it's like life or death, this choice. It's closing the door. <laughs> oh, no. Nachos or mac and cheese. Mac and cheese loaded nachos. I cheated again. 
Oh my gosh, you are a cheater. You are. <laughs> All right. Then the last thing I want you to do now is your mic drop. So something inspirational to people listening. Uh, it could be about tour. It could be about the business in general. Something that you would love to show that you think can help or that you wish someone has said to you that can really, really help you out. All right. Yeah. So just from your heart. There's no wrong here. Go as long as you need. Ready, set, and just go. Ready, set, go. Um, be unapologetically you. Mm. I would say um, it's so funny. I was, I was talking, I was in an, my friend's acting class last night and on the train ride home, we were talking about type and I think just be you, be you, bring yourself to the table. The, the most fun auditions I've ever had is when I walk into that room and I'm not like, Hello, my name is Jessica Vagabus, and I will be singing this 16 bars for you today, la, 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 and I'm done, goodbye. I, I go in there, and I feel relaxed, and I feel myself, and I will book the job, because people want to see who you are. They want to see what yeah. you bring to the table. They want to know you in order to, to know that if you're going to be a right fit for what they're looking for, and more often than not, you're not going to be. And that's okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's, it took, it took, you know, we all, it took us all, those of us who have been in the business for, or been in New York or wherever you are for a long period of time, like you spend those first few years, like, why wasn't it me? Why did I just get, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, no, you just, you just, you weren't what they were looking for. And that's has no bearing on your talent or who you are or what you bring to the table. Like they must, they didn't, you weren't right for this, but they're going to love you for something else. So I think being yourself, knowing who you are and bringing it to the table with no apologies in my, in my college acting class, it was, this is my song. This is my dance. I have no apologies. Mm. And I think, and I feel like I've, I've brought that into my life, um, especially in the past few years. And I've been more successful in the past few years, um, because I, f I feel not only comfortable in my own skin, but I feel comfortable sharing that with people. Um, if, if you guys follow any of my social media and Jenna and I were discussing, like I am no stranger to being an idiot on camera or on a stage. I just love it. And I tend to do that in an audition room as well. And I, you know, cause we're, we're all human. And I think connecting to that human aspect like, yes, we're intimidated by the people on the other side of the table. Of course, of course we are. They of have, they have, you know, our our livelihoods in their hands. Basically, they have our jobs, they have our incomes, they have our careers, they have our resumes. They do. They have everything in their hands, and so yes, it's intimidating. But if you can just get down to that human level and be like, no, they're people. They're people. And they, you know, they may have just had a crappy morning like I just did, or maybe they just celebrated a wonderful accomplishment like I just did, or, you know, you can connect to them on that human level. And I think that that will get you way further than, you know, perfecting your in the room routine and just being a cookie cutter. Nobody right. wants to see right. that. Nobody right. wants to see a cookie cutter because they probably see way too many of those in a day. So if you come in with your own uniqueness, your own personality, being yourself in the room, which I totally get is way easier said than done. It took me years to, to really live that. Um, but it'll, it'll make more of an impression. And even if you're not right for that project, they'll remember you for something else because you just came in and you were just so wow. you. 
yeah. so you. Mm-hmm. You just washed over them with how you you are. <laughs> how you you are. How you you are. It's a yes. Christmas book. Um, that's that's what that's what they're gonna remember, and that's what the few times that I've been on the other other side of the table, that's what I've remembered. You know, mm-hmm. I won't remember like, oh my god, they did this fierce triple pirouette. I'll be like, I liked her. I liked him. Mm-hmm. I liked what they, I liked who they were. Like they have no apologies. And that's what I like. And I think that's it. I'm rambling now. (laughs) Oh, it's awesome. I freaking love it. Oh my gosh, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Absolute joy. I'm sure many people have gained so much from this and will when they they catch the replay. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. You're welcome.